0: Take a walk, ride, stroll, or just listen as you take hold and engage because you are now entering the Cerebral Podcast. (music) Joke of the day. What do you get when you combine... Competing with emotional intensity? Answer Well, if you put compete and intensity together, it can equal competency. Thought of the day comes from baseball and football all star. Bo Jackson he said as a ninth grader I competed with high school kids and out of 600 people I finished 10th hello and welcome back to the Cerebral Podcast for new listeners the Cerebral Podcast is me talking about my crutches as disability devices and literary devices. I also offer up advice to help parents, kids, and anyone else who wants to learn about my interpretation of disability engagement. I was born with cerebral palsy. It is a movement disorder that moderately impacted my balance and coordination. I grew up in New York in competitive schools where I was mainstreamed in the 1970s and 1980s. I was the only kid with a long-term physical disability in the school. As a result, I used my cerebral against the palsy like an oxymoron. In other words, I used my brain to work through many of my physical challenges. Reasonable accommodation and the ADA didn't become law until 1990 or broadly accessible to me until I was in college at Marist College in 1991. A reasonable accommodation is an adjustment made to the system to accommodate or make fair the same system for an individual based on a proven need. As a result, I often use environment, enriched environment examples to increase my own social-emotional learning. I want to pass on my knowledge and experience to help the next generation. This is episode 60. Thank you for joining me today. Preface For the month of June, I am talking about adolescent issues. According to Psychology Today, adolescence is the transitional age from childhood to adulthood that occurs from ages 13 to 19. Today I am talking about sports and competing and completing competencies. In this week's Rite of Passage Experiences or Rope I am talking about how I was included and excluded in sports in high school. I attended a college preparatory religious private school in New Jersey. Be sure to listen for one or two things that you can take away from this episode. Now, let's both take hold and engage. According to Psychology Today, the purpose of adolescence is for a child to psychologically and socially transform into a young adult. Breaking from a childhood attachment and security allows children to acquire freedom and responsibility to develop independence and differentiate themselves from their parents to establish and develop their own unique identity. In this week's rite of passage experiences or rope, I am talking about differentiating myself and really having no choice to compete with my crutches. Starting in high school, I was often relegated or assigned to officiating responsibilities in gym class. This allowed me to compete or participate with safety and to also not get hurt. I was often physically overmatched in either coordination or ability. Puberty and hormonal changes also probably were another consideration. Being in an all-male high school also probably added to the cumulative testosterone that developed and fluctuated. Restraint or self-control also became hit or miss in high school. Being the only kid in high school with a long-term disability left me with some disadvantages. Even though I could push myself beyond my own physical limits through practice and exercise, I was given an opportunity to be the football statistician for the varsity football and baseball teams. Being a freshman I jumped at the chance to become a varsity football statistician. I got a varsity leather jacket as a freshman. My main responsibilities were to assist the coaches with gathering yardage statistics. I also helped the home game and away game announcers with play by play stats. In the locker room there was a quote attributed to the Roman philosopher Seneca. He said, Luck is where opportunity meets preparation. The football coach was Tony Carsage. He reinforced the need for preparation and meeting opportunities. One of the things I enjoyed about football and baseball growing up was to see athletes prepare, practice, and perform. Even though I was on the sidelines and in the press box, I witnessed with emotional intensity the varsity football team prepare, practice, and perform. They won the football division championship at least a couple of times in my four years in high school. One of the things I distinctly remember was after we won the state divisional championship when I was a freshman. The coach's son, Kurt, gave me a high five during the on-field celebration of the championship. Because we won multiple division championships, we were given the opportunity to meet people like Phil Simms, quarterback for the New York Giants, and Joe Morris, running back for the New York Giants, and Carl Nelson, offensive tackle for the New York Giants. I also remember looking up to several of my favorite athletes, like Dwight Doc Gooden, He received the Rookie of the Year as a pitcher for the New York Mets in 1984. Dwight Gooden was known as Dr. K. K was a common name for a strikeout. Another athlete I looked up to was Bo Jackson. He played football for the Oakland Raiders and played baseball for the Kansas City Royals. Two things I specifically remember with Bo Jackson playing for the Kansas City Royals was when he climbed up the outfield fence in Baltimore in July 1990. In other words, he walked on the outfield fence after catching a fly ball. Here's a clip, and not talent. Ursulak licks that one to left center field. Bow on the charge. Bow is there. Yo, mama, <laughs> love that wall. <laughs> get up that wall. Bow knows exactly what he's doing. Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. They show it on the big screen. <laughs> Listen to the crowd. Announcers at the time in Baltimore gave him the nickname Spider-Man for walking on the unscalable fence with his feet. He also became known for breaking wooden bats over his baseball helmet and over his knee. While I didn't possess Bo Jackson's physical gifts, I did think of myself as someone who could do or figure out the impossible by scaling stairs or other physical feats. I did so because I saw and identified myself as someone who could use crutches as personal training devices. I used that as a way to push my physical and emotional intensity. By pushing myself, I increased my physical and emotional competency. I also used physical discipline and channeled the emotional frustration to help me focus and take myself to the next level. Were there one or two things that you heard that you could lean into? Thank you for allowing me to be a voice inside your head. Please share this podcast with someone you know. Were there one or two specific things? That you learned or liked. Would you mind joining and sharing it. On the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group. You can listen to the show on Podbean. iTunes, Google Play and Spotify. Or wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you to the listeners who support the show. On the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group. I invite you to join the group. You can also email the show at Podcast at gmail.com or send questions, comments, or ideas for the show. And remember, it takes effort to be vulnerable, be accountable, and be respectful in the way you treat others and yourself. You can be the biggest variable in your life, when you take ownership now take hold engage in your world you are now leaving the cerebral podcast